0: I was an orphan. I never knew who my parents were and I never knew why they abandoned me. For the first 12 years of my life, I grew up in an orphanage and man, things were rough. For starters, I had to share a room with five other people. We were all crammed into such a small space and we had to share everything. The bathroom, the closet, even a towel. I also basically had nothing for myself. I never got any toys and I never got anything for Christmas. Life was pretty miserable for me, and all the other kids at the orphanage were so mean too. But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any more crazy stories. There was this one kid, I think his name was Kelvin, and we lived in the same room. He used to pick on me every day, and I still have no clue why he did it. Maybe he was just bored, and he thought bullying me was something fun to do. Sometimes, he would lock me in the downstairs basement, which we all thought was haunted. Sometimes, he'd force me to give up my lunch for him. Sometimes, he'd even beat me up. And whenever the other kids asked about the bruises I had on my body, I'd have to make up some excuse about walking into a pole or something, because otherwise, Calvin would punish me later on, for sure. Our caretaker was also pretty careless. How ironic. He didn't care if we were fed well or if we were happy. All he cared about was getting the money sent over every month from the government and using most of it for himself. While he had a Rolex watch on his wrist, us orphans went to bed some nights still hungry. I decided to run away. I didn't want to be stuck in this orphanage forever. So when I was 12 years old, I packed a bag with some food, water, clothes, and a bit of money, and I left. I snuck out in the middle of the night. I left a note saying that I had run away and not to worry about me. From that point on, I was on my own. I barely survived. It wasn't long before the food and money I'd collected disappeared. I slept under bridges and in train stations and parking lots, and each night was another night of terrors. Sometimes other homeless people would come lurking about, trying to see if they could steal something off me. But honestly, there was nothing left on me to steal. I only had the clothes on my back and my bag, and that was it. My bag was empty. The first few weeks of being homeless were the hardest. I was still getting used to having to search trash cans for food and to beg for money with a cardboard sign saying, please help me. Most days I ate nothing. When I got really desperate, I had to sneak into shopping malls and eat their free taste testers, although I was quickly banned from there by security. Life as a homeless person was also very dangerous. It was towards the end of my first month being homeless, and I was sitting outside this old abandoned warehouse. I had a small blanket wrapped around me since the night was cold. But then I spotted a figure in the distance. I was too weak to check it out, so I just decided to ignore whoever the person was. But then the figure started to come closer, and suddenly he was running straight towards me. I cried out and jumped to my feet, but the crazy stranger barreled right into me and started punching me. I was so shocked at first I didn't do anything. Who even was this person? But then I was knocked to my senses and I started to defend myself. Pretty soon some other homeless people arrived and dragged the lunatic off of me. They told him to leave and never come back. The people who had rescued me had probably saved my life. I was quick to thank them. Thank you so much, I said. No worries. You should watch out, kid. There are some weird people out here, said a woman. What's your name? Matthew, I said. What's yours? Lily, she replied. And this is Tony, Mindy, and Sam. She gestured to the other people who had rescued me and I nodded in gratitude. Look, kid, you need to get yourself a group to look out for you, said the man who was called Tony. Want to stick with us? I glanced around at them. They were wearing old clothes with many holes and dirt lining their body, with tired faces and a weak stance, but I could tell they were good people. I was usually a good judge of character, and I guessed these guys had good intentions, and so I said yes. From that point on, we were a family. For many years, things continued on like this. Before I knew it, I was 15 years old and I had been homeless for three years. Three whole years! Lily, Tony, Mindy, and Sam were now practically my family. It was funny. I felt more comfortable with these homeless people than the orphans I had grown up with at the orphanage. Each of them had a unique backstory. Lily was an orphan too, and she had run away when she was only 9 years old. She had been living out on the streets ever since. Tony used to be a blue-collar worker, but then he ran into some debt after gambling and hadn't been able to repay his loans. He was forced to abandon his home and had to take to the streets. Mindy and Sam were married, but they had gone through a huge scam that got rid of all their money, and they could never seem to get The job and so they had found themselves homeless we were a peculiar group of people but we were a family and i loved all of them so much but then something happened something strange and it changed my life forever it was a sunday i remember because this restaurant nearby always gave us free food on a sunday since they had a lot of leftovers then the owner was really kind and she even let us sit inside the restaurant after work hours Myself, Lily, and Tony were sitting there eating when a stranger entered the restaurant. Sorry, we're closed, said the owner when she saw a man step in. Oh, that's okay. I'm just here to deliver this lottery ticket, said the man. Then he stepped forward and handed a lottery ticket to me. Here you go, Matthew. Enjoy and use it wisely, he said. Then, without another word, he left the restaurant. I was so stunned. I didn't even say anything. Who was this man? Why was he giving me a lottery ticket? Tony and Lily were so excited. A lottery ticket, said Lily. Imagine if you win. I'm not going to win, I said skeptically, but I still was hopeful that maybe this would be a winning ticket. For the rest of the night, we chatted about the strange man who had given me the ticket and of my chances of winning. The owner of the restaurant said I could turn on the TV since the winning number was being announced tonight. I thanked her and the TV screen flicked on. A voice echoed in the restaurant. Welcome viewers. If you've just tuned in, we are now going to announce the winning numbers for the amazing $5 million cash prize. Here we go. A hundred balls were spinning in the container, and one after another, the host picked them out of the container. Our first number is 27, he said. I looked at my ticket and my heart leapt. I had 27. Second number, (gasps) 3. Lily and Tony were squealing excitedly beside me. I had 3. This couldn't be real. But no, I shouldn't get my hopes up. Next we have 53. I had that. I had 53. As the host read out the numbers, Lily, Tony, and I were going crazy with excitement. When the final number was read, and I had all the numbers right, we went mad. I won! I won! I shouted. I'm so happy for you, Matthew, cried Tony. The owner was so happy too, and said we could have second helpings of food in celebration of my win. Let's call them now, said Lily. We called the number offered on the screen and told them how I had the winning numbers. The next morning, we went to an office building to go over the necessary procedures before I got my money. Lily came with me and a lot of people were staring at us since we weren't exactly dressed like a normal person. Our clothes had holes in them and I'm pretty sure I stink. The company checked the card and it was official. I had become a millionaire. Not even that. I had five million This was too good to be true, I couldn't believe my luck. I still always think back to that mystery man who had given me the lottery ticket. He could have been a millionaire too, but for some strange reason he had decided to give it to me. To this day, I still have no clue who that man was. I went on the news and was interviewed many times for winning the huge cash prize. The first thing I bought was a new outfit, it was so nice getting out of those horrible rags. Then, I bought myself a house as well as a bunch of things I had always wanted but never had. A Rolex watch, a phone, a bicycle. I also gave all of my homeless friends some money because they deserved it, of course. Once my house was prepared, I threw a huge party. I invited everyone and anyone, and I even met some cute girls at the party. Before this, no girl had ever laid eyes on me with interest, only disgust. But now, everyone loved me. I was really enjoying being rich. Every night, I partied. I met girls. Sometimes we'd even kiss, and I'd always buy them presents, too. I suppose it never occurred to me that they might be gold diggers. Meanwhile, me and my homeless friends had sort of drifted apart. This new life I had chosen didn't really sit well with them. They weren't the kind of people to party every night and drink. I guess I wasn't either, but the wealth had sort of messed with me. I suppose you could say I had become snobby. Sometimes, I know this is really bad, Whenever I saw homeless people on the streets, I wouldn't bother giving them any change. If anything, I tried to avoid them. I was becoming a really selfish person. I wasn't really aware of it though. That is, until Lily visited me one day and told me I had changed. She said I was a different person and she didn't even know who I was anymore. That really got me thinking. That made me realize I didn't even like the life I was living. I didn't enjoy being rich. What was the point if you didn't even have your family with you? I decided to visit my homeless friends. They were living in a small, humble apartment together, and I asked if I could move back in with them. Of course, they said yes. I apologized for acting so different, and we made up. I won the lottery, but I ended up choosing to be homeless instead. I guess money really doesn't buy happiness.